It's the Building Years Podcast. With Justin Alexio. And Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. What's up? Everybody, it's the building years. It's Jeremiah Watkins here. It's Justin Alexio. We're back at it again, and this is episode 199, baby. Oh, really? Man, we're almost about to hit the lucky 200. And by lucky, I don't know what that means. Yeah, you know, we're trying to get a great guest. We're going to maybe have one for you guys. Or maybe we won't. <laughs> it's going to be a surprise. <laughs> you know, either way, it's either going to be great or... Or great, you know? You know, we're either going to... We're really going to maybe try to get like a, a guest who doesn't really qualify for the building years. Yeah. Just as like a special thing, but just I don't know. Years. Either way, we'll represent the show well. Like, or we'll let you guys down in huge fashion, which, you know, why not? It's our show. <laughs> then the guest listens to this podcast and be like, <laughs> wait, did I let down the show? No, nah. we, no. Any guest we get for 200 will be worthy. Yeah, Absolutely. We don't we don't have no scrubs on this podcast. No. I don't want no scrubs. A scrub is a guy that can't get no love from, from me. me. Hanging on the passenger side, side of his best friend's ride. Trying uh, to holler uh, at me. Uh. When you have a car. I don't uh, know the rest of the song. Oh yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking to you. And you man me. I don't want no love. Rest in peace, Lisa Left Eye Lopes. There you go. Guys, it is it is uh, Tuesday. Yeah, man. Man, it's been a week We're since in this podcast. Oh, <laughs> Justin always like, man, quarter of the year is about to be over. I'm like, uh, stop it. Stop it, it right now. It is definitely. You know, but if you have a bad first quarter, you can have a great second quarter. You know what? I, I saw a plane today, guys. Taken off in the in the air. The horizon. And, uh, you know, sometimes people criticize me for uh, spending money on things that I should have. Like, like you, what? you shouldn't buy a plane ticket. You should pay your rent, which is yeah. a valid suggestion. Yeah, but. but I was like, you know what? This entertainment career is like trying to fly a two-seater plane from L.A. to New York. And the people on the ground, a.k.a. my friends and family, say, hey, Justin, why don't you not try to make it all the way to New York? Just, you know, land, try and find some fuel, refuel. But uh, I know they're on the ground. I'm in the plane. And I know if I take a little little detour to try and find some fuel, I might not find fuel. And I definitely won't make it to New York. So I'm just going to crash and burn, baby, or make it. We'll see what happens. Okay, the analogy got a little muddy at parts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking about it on the fly, baby. But it's kind of what I, you know, I'm gonna, I wanna, I wanna go for hey, it. Hey, man, wanna... you're taking risks. That's the reason why we we moved to Los Angeles is not to play safe. I know. I miss all my Arizona honeys. What up, ladies? Yeah, don't, don't text me no more. It's all good. Yeah, what's going on? What's going on, why, ladies? Why'd you text a J unit, baby? Why? Why you get married? Come on. Come what's on. going on? Why you pregnant, single? girl? <laughs> what's going on? Stay single for me, Come ladies. On. There's a light at the end of the tunnel with Justin Alexio. <laughs> you can do this. Oh, God. All my friends are getting married. Whatever. I actually got a wedding invitation for October. And I'm like, will I have the money? Will I have the $100 in gas round trip to make it to that wedding in October? Isn't that a sad thought? 
I had a a talk with with a pretty serious talk with Maya last night. Ooh, about what? About the kid thing. Oh no. And uh, been thinking for quite a while. People who don't know, basically, my girlfriend and I were we weren't fighting, but it was like a big issue in our relationship. I said that I didn't know if I ever wanted kids. That was some red flags that was uh, <laughs> thrown. And she basically told me that I needed to think about it because that's like a big important thing to her. And I came to the conclusion last night, she if if uh, another another five years or so, we can start talking about the possibility of like having them eventually. And I was like, I'm willing to have kids with you someday. I don't know if I'm... You said you're willing to have kids? Yeah. Someday. Really? Yeah, I was like, here's here's how I looked at it. If if she is wanting to... If she's wanting to have kids that bad someday, Mm -hmm. and she's been... At that point, by the time we actually would have kids, she would have been with me for 10 years plus. Mm -hmm. I feel like I kind of owe that. To her. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, that's that's pretty fair. You put up with me for that long and you're helping me. But don't they say you shouldn't have kids unless it's your dream to have kids? I think it's, Sarah Silverman said that. Yeah, it's not my dream to have kids. I don't know how many guys it's their dream to have kids though. That's true. You know what I mean? You talk to females, of course. This is it's like I, that's actually one of my girlfriend's dreams. She wants to have like be married and have kids. Yeah, I definitely want to marry her someday, and now I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm okay with the 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 kid idea. All right, look at you we'll getting see. all grown up. Better make some money. FYI, this is for much in the future, not anytime soon. Yeah, five years in the future, you could be on a sitcom then. You will be on a sitcom then. We'll see. Making all that money, making it rain on the hookers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. That's that's what that's where I hope I'm at in five years. And a kid on the way, making it rain on hookers. That's where I I want to be. I mean, come on, it's Hollywood. Yeah. So that was uh, that was the most recent thing. That was. Uh, I thought you were about to be like, it's over on the podcast. Oh I was, like, no. was going to get dark here. <laughs> oh no! Happy Tuesday, everybody. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just the beginning. <laughs> but. What did you experience this week? Any ups, any downs? What's right. going on with Justin Alexio? Well, all right, let's 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 talk about the reason I gave that plane analogy also is uh, because gonna... you're late on rent because you bought a plane ticket. <laughs> yes. Wow, I didn't see that coming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but explain why. Uh, well, cuz guys, my agent in the south has been doing amazing things for me. So I decided, why not get another agent? So I got this Chicago inter- Chicago agent interested in me. They don't want to meet via Skype or phone. So they're like, he needs to come to Chicago. So I found a round trip plane ticket for two fifty, which is steel. And I'm in the process of getting a free hotel room, like staying with a friend of a friend. So really it's only gonna cost me two fifty. Okay. But uh, you know, I should have given that two fifty to my landlord. Let's this is my question though. Okay. Hypothetically, let's say your South agent Gets you a movie or a TV show, you book it. Do you have to split that money with the other regional agents? No. 
No. Like when I got when like let, like what if you had an LA agent? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's only, whoever get, it's whoever gets me the job. The only person that would could be entitled to another cut would is would be a manager. Yes. Interesting. Okay. So it's just more, you know, more more agents in the field for me. More 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 tapes I can See, spend forty dollars at Agentum to make. If I had the if I had enough money right now to maybe fly out to places to meet, then I would definitely consider. Oh, doing I mean, I don't have the money. Like, let's let's make that very clear. Well, <laughs> I mean, you don't have the money, but I feel like I have less <laughs> less, money. <laughs> less money to to play with on credit cards and stuff. I don't know. That's true. But the way I look at it, man, do you have? I just, I just, guys, I just got approved for another credit card. So Heck I'm, yeah, I'm okay. Hey guys, I didn't <laughs> tell Justin this, but I forgot to. Uh, Wells Fargo extended my credit line by eight hundred dollars. <laughs> Idiots, man! They should have never done that, man. Oh, so you applied for the? I called and I was like, "Hey, I need more money on this card." <laughs> He's like, "Okay, let's. I'm gonna ask you some questions." Were you okay. near your limit? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, My mom asked me recently how much I owed in credit cards, and I told her, and that made her really sad. Yeah. Well. But I'm, I'm like, hey, dude. I was thinking over the weekend. I don't have any student loan debt. Whatever. That's true. Some I of got, my some of my friends have. I got student loan debt, and my student loan debt. How crazy is it? Well, it's actually not that crazy. I only owe like. Mm, seven or eight thousand. Dude, that's not bad. I know some people who owe twenty, thirty, forty grand, yep. and it's like, hey, if I want to, you know, th- these are, <laughs> hey, everybody, these are our building years. Why not? Why not <laughs> mess around with credit cards and stuff like that? Hey, my mom told me that credit cards are the uh, what's gonna bury me, and uh, she could be right. <laughs> But you know what I always think? You're going to pop up like Lazarus, baby. You know what I think? Is I'm like, yeah, I could file for bankruptcy. I don't need to buy a house. If yeah. it got really, really bad. Yeah, but my, I would want to rack up some it, credit card. Maya debt. asked me, uh, what would would we do if we weren't able to pay rent? I was like, oh, I'll just pay it late. She did not like that response. <laughs> I was like, okay, 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 okay. Uh, I'll work more. Yeah, I'd work more. Yeah, 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 that thing. Uh, that. But I mean, the, my sorry, that was my first response. I was like, "Yeah, I'll just be late." <laughs> and, I was, and then she's like, "What?" I'm like, "Wait, no, uh, wait, take that back, dude." Out of all the years, dude, I, I would say I've honestly probably paid rent late, eighteen months of the time I've lived out here, if wow. not more. When I was uh, when I was living over with uh, Tommy Bechtold and James Mastriani, I was paying it late all the time. They hate you for it. No, we would all go through cycles of who would pay late, you know. Oh, there you go. It's just like, oh, but it was always somebody. So for two straight years, we were late every. So the landlord just month. hated you. Did you have to pay fees? Oh yeah, we but had to. Pay. That's a, that's a, the, the sad thing was, about poor people, man, is they get you in those fees, and it's worth it to us. But you know what? It, yeah, it was also cool because we would all hope when we had to, like, if I had to pay rent late, I'd be like, oh, I hope there's like. Th- five, three or four other dudes in there. Like, I hope someone else so we can split the late fee. Yeah. the same late fee. So, uh, okay. I was like, oh, if we're all late, then it's not that much. Yeah. <laughs> I hope everybody's poor this month like me and struggling. That's crazy. Also, my student loan debt doesn't really mess with me because uh, 
I uh, I told them that I'm going to be unemployed for the next couple of years. So I have three years. I have to pay any of my student debt. They just think I'm unemployed even when I'm not. Even when I'm making money, I just don't report it. Well, yeah, of course. It's like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, guys, that's where my life's at. So, I'm going to Chicago. That's exciting. When are you going to Chicago? Going Thursday. Oh, yeah. That's why we... Okay, yeah. That makes sense now. And then, um, guys, I also... You're looking at a new fucking model, baby. I'm a model. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck you, ex-girlfriends. Oh, man. Justin got a modeling <laughs> agent. It's going to be the worst thing for his head ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at my dick. Um... Yeah, guys, I got a modeling agent. She's sending me some pics of stuff that she wants me to bring. Uh, I can't play any of these characters that she's sending me. It's all these guys with these eight packs. And I'm like, well, you've only seen photos of my shirts on, so I hope you're not in for a very rude surprise. Tell her to submit you for Feed the Homeless campaigns <laughs> <laughs> and, like, AIDS oh, and yeah, herpes. I, and I go out for man, all the you stuff. you got that on lock, man. Yeah, the weird you got those STD weird auditions on the lock. weird disheveled guy. Yep, I can play that. Yeah, so that that's <laughs> just a, like refocus. <laughs> hey, you're looking at me wrong. I'm I'm, I'm not as I'm not that good looking. I'm guy. not that typical good looking type. <laughs> I'm a little different. <laughs> I'm more the ugh. <laughs> so uh, what's going on? What was your week? What happened in your week, Jeremiah? I had a a very good week. Um, I. I'll tell you about it. Right. On okay. I did Comedy Living Room on Tuesday, which is a great show, hosted by uh, Matt Lotman and Frank Chad Muniz. Was uh, super grateful they uh, booked me for that, and uh, I just posted a video today or yesterday about uh, it was a section of my set. Basically, what happened? I'm doing a bit, and yeah. I showed it to Justin. Uh, I'm doing a bit at this show, and a dog runs up on stage and jumps <laughs> up on me. Because it's a house show. Because it's a house show in a living room. <laughs> and I like the video a lot. I like how it turned out, and I just riffed about the dog for a while, and that's the video. Dude, that dog. Got heckled by a dog, baby. That dog was uh, vicious. I think that dog with the, with the element of surprise could have done some real bad damage. If it damage. was full grown, yeah. Yeah. Because it's just still gr- growing. It's still like a puppy. Oh, it's a puppy? Yeah. They've only had it for like a few months, I think. That's hilarious. That's yeah. why it jumped up <laughs> top of Dude, you. Dude, yeah, it still thinks it's a puppy. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't know it's, it's Wait, size that, was yet. it a lab? What was it? Uh, It wasn't a lab. I don't know. Not a lab. Definitely. It was a real cute dog. There, yeah, guys. Cute I'm dog. just saying for our, for our dog listeners. His name is Bullseye McFly, I guess. Oh, God. Yeah. That's why you don't give a dog to a comic. <laughs> <laughs> and then... I had a uh, had a, a couple auditions Ooh. this week. I'll tell you about one. It's uh, yeah, well, it's for the show Graceland. Graceland. And uh, most I could I can say about it basically because I don't want to ruin the episode for whoever books it. Basically, the 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 part I auditioned for was I was getting beat up and I get thrown in a trunk. <laughs> so for the audition, I went in thinking. Most actors will not commit all the way to this. I'm going to commit a thousand percent and act like I'm actually getting beat up <laughs> and do physically what it says in the notes of the audition, which sometimes you it's it's kind of hard to tell, wouldn't you say, Justin? Like, yeah. You don't know, like, okay, if I'm cooking these eggs, do they want me pantomiming? Yeah. Me cooking no eggs and like me preparing it. breakfast. So it's always like, I feel like they say it's kind of up to the discretion of the performer. 
of how they want to actually execute it. Yeah. Whatever you sell and whatever looks real on camera. Because if you look like like it's awkward and stuff, then yeah. they're like, Don't don't do that. Don't yeah, don't yeah. do the directions. Oh. We get just do your dialogue. Yeah. What do you I think? have done Pratt Falls and <laughs> physical comedy for years. I'm like, I feel very comfortable throwing my body around. So I get hit in the face, I fall to the ground. <laughs> oh my uh, god, and you the fell sides. to the ground? Yeah, I fell to the ground. Oh Jesus. And then uh and then at the end I did this awesome thing where I got knocked out and I threw my body up against the wall and I slid down slowly, dramatically. And it sounds cheesy, but it worked really well for what the the dialogue in the scene was. Nice. And then this is what happens. I've never gotten this response. The casting director and the the camera operator start laughing <laughs> right after I do it. And then they just say, that was awesome. That was exactly what we needed. Thank you so much. That was great. And then I just did one take and I left. And I was like, well, I felt really good like, about that audition. All right. I mean, That's weird that they laughed. I would be so self-conscious. Like, they're laughing at my art. Right. <sighs> I think it was like shock, surprise, laughter. Like, I can't believe this guy just did that. <laughs> what was actually in the sides for this audition. I don't know. That's the way I looked well, at it. Good. Or they could Look have been, that. it could have been like Look at the this worst audition psycho. ever. <laughs> yeah, it could have been that. It could have been that, but I'm going to take it as positive. Of course. But that happened on Thursday. And on Wednesday, dude, I was a part of one of the best shows in my stand-up career yet. Yeah, you were on that huge show. Huge show. Comedy Store Main Room, Dean Del Rey's Birthday Bash. And... Super grateful to Dean uh, for asking me to open the show. Thank you, buddy. He's amazing, and uh, he did Dean headline his own show. No, that's what was so cool about him, man. Yeah. Super classy. Like, like uh, he just went somewhere um, towards the end, and he had uh, uh, Bill Burr close it out. Oh, nice. Yeah, and Joe Rogan went like in the middle. It was uh, like so. so here, here, here's the lineup. Show. Here's the lineup. <laughs> I open. I do like eight minutes. Did you do good? Yeah, I did well. Good. I was happy. I did my. Uh, have you ever seen me do my pre-recorded bit? I don't think you have actually. I, don't think so. only, I only have done it like yeah, at certain um, club shows. I don't whip it out at the uh, iOS shows <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that Justin, which was funny because I uh, Justin called me. He's like, "Do we have a show tonight?" I was like, "Oh, frick!" <laughs> so we had to like cancel. A sh- yeah, a show. side of the groups. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Man, you, you you've done us dirty a couple times. <laughs> anyway, so this Wednesday show, I opened the show at the Comedy Store, main room, sold out. There's four like 400 people there, wall to wall. This is literally. I can't explain. This is like a dream come true for me. It's like a, one of my smaller dreams, but it's one of those things where it's like I've wanted it for so like for years. I, I've stood on the, the main room stage. I, I sometimes just go into the main room stage late at night, and I'll sit on the stage, and I'll just like look around and just like think about stuff and and just like think about the performers who who have graced that stage. And I, 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 I it's an honor to perform on that stage. There's been, you know, over the years, sometimes with certain produced, outside produced shows where it's like, oh, this person, but <laughs> not <laughs> oh, focusing on that. Yeah. I'm focusing more on like Richard Pryor, Robin Williams, Jim Carrey, Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy. I like all these greats, like have been on that same stage and it was sold out room. I opened the show, did a pretty good job. I was happy with my set overall. I brought up Pete Holmes and then, uh, and then I think it went, uh, Pete Mark Holmes Maron. went on second? Yeah, he went on second. Oh, man, you know that's like a killer show. 
Yeah, dude, I know. When I, Pete well, Holmes is a headliner going second. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, well, and because uh, Pete Holmes is like, oh, I'm like second, second. I thought it was like host one more than me. He's like, no, that's fine. He's like, he's like, all right, yeah, let's do this. So I, I warmed him up. I did my job uh, by opening the show, getting it, getting the plane off the ground. And so then Pete Holmes, then Mark Marin, then Jesus I think uh, uh, Red Band, then Joe Rogan, then Dean Del Rey. Then Ari Shafir, then Bill Burr. Wow. Yeah. Pretty awesome show. It's like a freaking celebrity charity event. I know. It was, yeah. It was a death, death, death squad slash birthday show. And it was awesome. And I was just like hanging in the green room. And I was just like trying to not. Like, be the guy who's like, why is this guy here? I was just, like, quiet and, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Because, obviously, I'm the, the, I have the least least credits on, yeah, I'm the least established on the lineup, so. And this is, this is something that happened that was very cool that, it was one of those things that I will always remember just because he did not have to do uh, this. Bill Burr came up to me before he left. We're all in the green room, and he shook my hand, and he said, good working with you, man. I'll see you later. And he did not have to do that because he did not see my set, first of all. He just was aware that I was on the lineup, and that's Mm -hmm. why I was hanging out in the green room, and uh, he knew that I'd open the show. And that's just like a pro-classy move that I want to do as – like whenever I'm have been in the game as long as him because because yeah. those big guys they don't realize how important that is to us smaller guys whenever stuff like that happens and how cool that is dude them. it's crazy Bill Burr is one of my major comedic influences like when I was first starting stand-up I was just watching all his specials yeah I listen to his podcast every single Monday yeah so 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 a uh, message to uh, aspiring comics even when you start to get heat Still be cool to the people that are uh, are on their way up too because it it means a lot. Yeah, to them. don't be a dick, dude. Right. So that was awesome, man. Uh, that was really cool, and it was funny because uh, Ian Edwards and Eric Griffin are good friends with Dean, and the and they were talking to me. They're like, Dean didn't even tell us he was having a birthday show, <laughs> and Ian's like. I talk to Dean all the time. We're thinking about moving into a place together, and he didn't tell me about this show. <laughs> and uh, they, uh, the, so Dean comes out later, and they're like, Ian's like, congratulations on your all-white lineup, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, Eric Griffin's like, hey, man, uh, I'm auditioning for an NBC pilot on, on Friday. If I book it, Maybe next year I could do your birthday show. <laughs> uh, I was like, I, I love it. Yeah. Uh, whatever level you're at, you always are like messing with your friends, getting on them about stuff. So that was awesome. That was that was like the highlight of my week for sure. Awesome, dude! What a mesmerizing performance. <laughs> no, I mean that's you know I've actually been watching Mark Maron's show. And what do you think? <clears throat> I like it. I think it's funny. I'm also like. I'm not criticizing Marin, but I'm like, is this a little self-indulgent? He's just, I mean, I'm three-fourths of the way through the first season. He's just banging chicks. Oh, really? Every single episode. Oh, really? Because he's a comic. 
Because he plays it like the show is like his real life. Like he has the podcast on the show. Yeah. He plays Mark Marin. Dude, he really drives like a Toyota or something. Yeah. It's like not like I was pretty surprised. It's not like a really nice car or anything. It's just like an average. Yeah. Like above, you know, you know what I mean? Like it's not super. It's not flashy or anything. It's yeah. just like a Toyota car. Like that's pretty cool that he's stayed grounded like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny. I'm just like, ah, oh, if I ever had a show, I'd have me banging all these chicks too. It's awesome. That's hilarious. What if you had a wife though? <laughs> uh, you know, might change a little. It's bit. acting, baby. Oh man, I don't think your <laughs> wife would. She'd like, catch on like, how many episodes are you banging other girls in? I'm starting to see a pattern here. This is crazy. Yeah, write an episode where my wife's crying because yeah. I bang someone else. Yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. Um, what did you do this weekend? Justin and I watched Walking Dead together last night yeah. uh, on Sunday. Wow, it was like a date. Yeah, uh, me, Justin, our buddy Jesse Mogul, and um, my girlfriend Maya, who's walking <laughs> in right now. Uh, we well, watched very, Walking Dead last very night. Creepy. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's getting good again, dude. Yeah, I'm excited to see what happens in the community and everything. I mean, I don't want to give too much away, but but you know. It's, uh, guys, well, we could talk about this. What was trending last night was... Clean Cut Rick? Clean Cut Rick. <laughs> yeah. And I tweeted, why is my butt wet? Hashtag Clean Cut Rick. How many, Hashtag uh, walking how many favorites did it get? Yeah, it got only one. <laughs> I think people were more disgusted by it than <laughs> thinking it's funny. But, you know, you, you got you to gotta test those boundaries. Well, at least you went for it, man. Yeah. I, I'm like... I'm like the social media world. And then also I watched Talking Dead a little bit for the first time last night. And I was like Talk about nerd culture right there. Oh, I've geez. I've watched it, but it's like that's a whole show devoted to the episode that you just saw. <laughs> you have to be really into it to, to that, watch it. That show does not work if you did not watch Walking Dead not at that all. week. So it's that is crazy to yeah. me. That that show's viewership is based upon And hats off to Chris Hardwick for yet hosting another show. He's like the Ryan Seacrest of comedy, dude. Dude, I uh, I just I said this last night where I was like, this guy built his empire in like four years. It's yeah, like on nerd culture. Yeah, he knew it. He sought it out. He's smart, and man, just freaking blew it's up. All about niche, baby. That's what they tell us out here. Yeah. See, uh, you're a niche model, <laughs> dude. I my actually my modeling had just texted me. I said, hey, just so you know, I don't have a six pack. Give me six weeks, I can get one. And she wrote back. Ha 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 ha! Laughing at my body, it's all good. Just bring a hoodie that zips up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, she was sending you all those pics of six pack, dude. I you had to you say have the it. right to say, I "Hey, to- <laughs> just to let you know, you know, I'm not ripped underneath this t-shirt of mine, right?" Yeah, there's a reason why I don't wear tank tops, baby. Yeah. Oh Jesus. So, guys, it's been a good week, you know. Oh. Email us at the building years, right? We yeah. haven't plugged that in a while. We haven't plugged that in a bit. The building years at gmail.com. Yeah. Let us know that you're out there, that you exist. Yeah, we we love you guys and we wanna Yeah, we wanna, wanna hear from you. We want to It's been quiet out there. Pleasure your ears. It's been a quiet few months. Is anybody listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> we just break down emotion. Hey, hey. Justin, who are we doing this for? Yeah. Are these real plays? Are these real people that are emailing us? What's going on? Who knows? It's all right. We do it for each other. Isn't that what it's supposed to be about anyway? We're supposed to do comedy for you? Dude, I always tell people this is going to be the coolest 
this is going to be the podcast that people look back at. It's not maybe the hottest podcast right now, but I think this is going to be one of those podcasts that years from now when people have blown up through the, from our guest list, they're going to be like, this person was on this podcast and this person? Yeah. This is crazy. They just like knew all these people who they believed in and thought were up-and-comers and yeah. they happened to be. You hear all my stories about how I had bad dates and relationships and then when I'm famous, be like, damn, but he's fucking now. He's doing good. <laughs> he's killing it. Because I'll be killing it. You'll be killing it. Sir, what, what uh, what's your week like, buddy? I actually, I, because I'm out of town, I don't really have shows this weekend. But uh, I am going to pick up a Wednesday show, most likely. So I'll throw that up on my Twitter. So just check that out, and I'll, I'll have a date for you guys. Cool. Uh, I don't have too many shows going on. Roast Battles tonight. Uh, and then uh, I'm trying to fill out the rest of uh, my week. But if you have a cool gig that I'm doing uh, that I'll let you guys know about next week, I'm going to be recording some voiceover stuff for the new season of uh, anime rap battles, which are uh, pretty, oh, nice. pretty popular on YouTube. So I'm pretty, pretty they got, yeah, they, they got some traffic. Yeah, for sure. So that's going to be going on. And then uh, a week from today is my improvised stand-up show, 815, the Comedy Store Belly Room. If you email in and you're in the L.A. area, I'll get you in for free. Or hit me up on Twitter, at Jeremiah Standup or at Justin Alexio. Hit us up and, uh, yeah, get you into that show. Tuesday, March 10th, we got some awesome guests. And uh, we'll have more details soon. And uh, that's going to be it. JeremiahWatkins.tv. New video at YouTube.com slash Jeremiah Watkins. And that's our plugs for this week. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Keep it up.